welcome back to Jacques Talks. Uh, I'm Jacques, and today, well, as always, I will I'll be talking. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go, episode four. Week four, we're a month month deep of doing the show now, so pretty exciting. Um, in regards to last episode specifically, I I realized how much I use the phrase, you know what I'm saying, or just like you know, and I thought the big phrase I was terrible at using is, or not phrase, but the word like, which I still think I do problematically, and I throw ums in quite a bit as well, but I realized how much I use the fr- that other phrase too, you know, like that, that, that was a, an example, I wasn't actually <laughs> using it, well anyway, so... Yeah, I apologize for that. I'm, I'm trying to get better here, you know. This is a... Uh, the whole process is just improving, um, getting better at doing the whole podcast thing. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to... I don't know if I'm necessarily saying sorry, but I acknowledge that that was, uh, that was a thing, especially present, I believe, in that that the previous episode. So I'm going to be more conscious about it today. And, yeah, we'll go from there. I think the second thing that's worth noting right now is, I don't know if you can tell, I can tell, obviously I know the sound of my voice and stuff, I'm kind of raspy right now, and so the reason for that is actually it's it's pretty late right now, I just got back about half an hour ago from my weekend trip to Washington DC to visit a friend, so my way of um, entertaining myself in long car rides is just like singing really loud, that's what I guess I like to keep myself awake with, so... I did, yeah, just about uh, 16 total hours of driving between the last three days. So it's about an eight-hour trip down and back. Well, eight hours down, eight hours back up. So it's like actually six and a half, six hours and 45. But because of traffic and different stuff, it ends up being closer to eight in the car. But it is what it is. And yeah, so I did a lot. And the point of that is I did a lot, a lot of singing a lot of yelling, you know, the jam. So shout out to my, I went down with a one friend and we visited another friend uh, who lives in the DC area. So I have some, <laughs> the, the, the contents of today's episode is pretty much just going to be going over the, some of the wacky shit we did down in DC. But, um, uh, it was a great trip. It was a good time. Uh, what I was saying is, uh, I hope my friend forgives me for being probably the most annoying driver in the world with my loud uh i don't think i'm i don't think i'm like a bad singer but i'm definitely not good you know like no one likes to listen to me sing but could i be worse could i be tone deaf yes i could and i'm not that so anyways i digress i'm all over the place sorry i'm am i tired i don't feel tired but i feel like i said i've been we left friday after work me and my friend Got in the car. I drove us down there. We got there at about 2 in the morning or so. And we went to bed. We woke up and then yesterday, Saturday was the the adventure day. So we'll get into that. But anyways, yeah, so I want to, I just want to talk about what happened this weekend. And then the rest of the episode as well. I have some other stories that I've been reminded of by some friends or just thought of off the top of my head since doing my last three episodes. And I feel like I don't want to do a whole, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is there's some relevant stories to what we've been talking about that I didn't get a chance to tell in my last 
couple of episodes. So I want to take take the opportunity to tell those today as well. So today more or less is kind of just a filler episode or it's not a filler episode, but it's not very structured in the sense that there's no main topic this time. And I think we're going to have some episodes like this, you know, stuff goes on in my life. I just want to talk about it. Um, I do a little weekend trip, you know, things will happen and things need to be shared. This is, you know, the point of my show is I can you know, tell the whole story of all the shit I was up to this weekend, and then I don't have to, well, I'll still remember it, it's not like I'm gonna just forget it, but, you know, it's, it's almost like a journal for me, these kind of episodes, me, you know, recording my shenanigans, I don't know, shenanigans is a a word you'll want to keep in mind as we proceed here, but anyway, so, I guess let's just jump into it, like I said, we, we left Friday night after work, so I had work, Friday then and so did my friend and so after work was done I went and picked him up I filled my car up with gas gas is kind of expensive right now I don't know how much it is where you are but here it's like 360 370 depending where maybe like 350 it's like in that range and yeah it costs like almost 50 bucks to fill my tank I don't have a big car so it's not you know I'm not shelling out I know like I have some friends with trucks who spend like hundred plus dollars on gas. I'm not, I ain't like that, but I do, you know, spending 50 bucks just to drive is not ideal, especially when this car ride includes tolls. And I probably spent over $50 in tolls this trip, which is just kind of annoying. It's like, I don't know. I don't think, to, I, like, I understand the point of tolls and that they they do probably raise a good amount of money. I mean, they have to. So the biggest toll I paid this weekend is, so I drove from Boston to Washington, D.C., so that's down along the East Coast. And the way, the route we took, we drove down through Connecticut, so out of Massachusetts through Connecticut, then into New York, just kind of like the little crux of it, like we drove through the Bronx. And so then... We cross over into New Jersey over the George Washington Bridge, down through New Jersey, through Delaware, and then into Maryland is where, you know, that's where D.C. is. So, the like I said, the, when you go from New York to New Jersey, you have to cross the George Washington Bridge, and it's $16 in toll. Like, just, just to get across the bridge, you have to pay 16 bucks. And how do, I mean... That's got to be so lucrative because we were in stop and go hell traffic today on like outside that bridge, getting onto the bridge because there was like an accident or something. I don't freaking even know, but it was really bad traffic and there was just hundreds of cars getting on this bridge. And if we're all paying 16 bucks to get on the bridge, how, I mean, why does it have to be $16 and where's all that money go? I'm asking that kind of aggressively, but like, where does that money go? I don't know. I'm sure it actually, you know, it's obviously not just disappearing, but it just seems so stupid. Why well, I got to pay 50 bucks just to drive someplace. And I don't know. I would like to see some sort of, I think this is also stupid too, but I'd like to see the ability to buy a pass that just makes it so I don't have to pay tolls. So I'd be willing to pay. I mean, why can't it just be like 20 bucks a month? Because right now I, I definitely spend more than 20 bucks a month on tolls. But I don't feel like I use the roads for $20, like more than, you know, it's it's so stupid, especially when the roads are garbage too. I fucking, um, 
I've popped my tires just on the the damn road, and I'm paying like that doesn't make any sense. So, anyways, that's my little rant about the stupid tolls. But anyways, I just said anyways twice. It's okay. Welcome to Jacques Talks, where I talk how I please, even though I just discussed five minutes ago about how <laughs> I acknowledge how annoying. Uh, sometimes I default to the factory settings in my brain and just say the same things well anyways i do i sound i i definitely sound tired or sad right now i'm not sad it's my i just i'm my voice is raspy because i essentially have been just talking all day the last three days like yelling not talking you know because i'm singing loud but you know like my friday drive to dc you know i was screaming all the songs and you know Lucid Dreams by Juice World comes on. I can't not literally destroy my vocal cords in that instant. But when the song comes on today, you know, you realize that my voice is now cracking. And um, anyways, I digress on the, the topic of singing. So we drive. It was a good drive. I'm, this isn't like something to, I don't even know if it's brag worthy or like what I'm even trying to get at, but I can just drive. And I know it's a profession of people like we have truckers and stuff like that. It's it's not impressive that I can drive or anything, but I just it's not even that I enjoy it. I just it's I just find it easy. I totally am totally fine with I drove both full eight hour trips there and back. My friend he was saying, you know, let me drive part of it, like you don't have to do all of it, but I and I wasn't doing it I don't know, I just it's I know a lot of people who can't do that, so it's it's nice that I just feel fine driving and can easily entertain myself just with music. Or usually I listen to podcasts, but the podcasts I listen to are really cringy. Like <laughs> I listen to, I mean, I guess it's just people talking, but like the stuff I listen to is internet drama type stuff, like YouTube, uh, YouTuber beef and stuff, which is. I don't know, embarrassing to admit, I guess, but it's entertaining to me. It keeps me, I really just do it, or that's the reason I listen to that kind of stuff is it keeps me, I guess that's my form of keeping up to date with pop culture and stuff like that. Cause that, you know, they discuss that kind of stuff on the shows I listen to. Um, I like true crime podcasts as well, but at Jock Talks, we're neither of those. So anyways, I'm like a, this is going to be an all over the place episode, so just bear with me. I'm just, I'm going off right now. Anyways, I usually listen to podcasts, but when I'm in the car with other people, I don't like to do that because the main reason I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving is because it makes me feel like I'm sitting and having a conversation, so it keeps me focused. But if I have someone in the car with me, I'll just conversate with them if I feel like doing that, you know? So that is on occasion happened, but so yeah, we drove, we drove to DC, we got there about 2 a.m., our boy came outside, helped us upstairs, and yeah, we just went to bed. I like slept on his, he was nice enough to let us sleep in his, his apartment, so I slept on his couch, my friend slept on an air, mas- atri- air mattress, goodness gracious, I can't speak, Um, and yeah, so we woke up the next morning, we slept in a little bit, so we woke up around 11, and it was kind of time to decide what to do, we didn't really make plans, it was um the friend I was visiting, I, I haven't seen him, or I hadn't seen him since may back at graduation from college he's a he's a college friend so i just you know i wanted to see my friend i didn't really care what we were up to and i just wanted to go down for a week and see how how he's doing he's in med school right now so he's 
pretty busy with all the schoolwork and all that stuff, so, you know, it's it's not so easy to catch up with him and do stuff with him, even though he's not so far away, you know. I Arguably driving distance, not really driving distance. Obviously, it's an eight-hour drive, but, you know, made the drive. So, yeah, we just decided to go, and so we woke up, and it was like, what are we going to do today? So... I have I, I've already been to Washington DC before so I wasn't really going with the intent or interest of seeing monuments or going to museums I, I've already pretty much done all that stuff and I would have you know done that I would have been totally fine with that but my friend was in the same boat and we weren't really I guess there to see sites it was more to just have a good time with our friends so we do it um, 22 year old men do and we just decided to go to a bunch of different like beer gardens and stuff and just go around the I don't know if it was the DC area I don't really know the geography or you know what is DC what is this suburb this neighborhood I don't I don't know but my friend didn't live in like DC itself he lived in a city called Bethesda which is on the Maryland side, so north of Washington, D.C. itself. So we had to metro in, so that's how we got into the city Saturday like morning-ish. It was like 11 or so, maybe noon. And so our plan for the evening was we were going to go to this bar called Shenanigans. I told you to keep that word in mind. So Shenanigans has this thing where it's $10 cover. By the way, I'll, I'll preface this again. The story includes me drinking beer. It includes me getting intoxicated. However, I am 22 years old. I'm almost 23. Nothing I did was illegal. This is all good adult fun. So I just want, if anyone's listening there, anyone out there is listening and they're concerned, I was up to 100% good behavior. I, I follow the laws. And at the end of the day, I was just having a good time. So I just needed need to very much clarify that. However, Yes, I did consume alcoholic beverages yesterday. Definitely not today. A little hungover this morning. But anyways, let me let me continue. I just, there's really no need for me to specify that specifically, but I feel like, you know, it's worth mentioning. Anyways, that totally derailed what I was even saying. So we went to beer gardens. Like, that's what we were doing. Is that, I don't know if that's the correct way to say that. I'm not really familiar with that you know like german pubs or whatever i mean mm, i don't know the first one we went to was on the third floor of this building we walked up and it was super awesome it was super cool and so their options for beer they had a pint size and a stein which is like a liter so of course had to cop the liter of beer and that was good oh i was talking about shenanigans yeah so shenanigans has a a ten dollar cover but from 8 to 10 p.m., it's open bar. So if you pay the cover, you just can keep getting drinks and drinks and drinks. So that is, I mean, that's the move, obviously. So that was our plan. So we went into the city at around noon, 1 o'clock, and it, it was essentially like we have to just do stuff from now until 8 p.m., and then we're going to go to shenanigans. And so we just kind of hopped around from place to place getting different beers, Um as you can imagine, like I said, I was getting liters of beer at a time. So, you know, we were feeling good. We were feeling, you know, a little tipsy, having a good time. And it was just in general a good, just a good day. It was a great day. It was a little windy, so it was a little cold too. Obviously, it's still kind of the winter. 
but we were able to walk everywhere. We we were planning on taking the train to another part of town to go to another, I don't know if it was another beer garden or bar or whatever, but we were going to go to another place kind of across town. We didn't end up doing that because we just decided we were going to stay and walk everywhere. So yeah, one of the... <laughs> One of the beer gardens we were at, we were sitting outside, and of course we were sitting next to the one heat lamp that was broken. So we were a little cold, but it, it is what it was. And it was pretty like popping. There was a lot of people there, so we kind of had to force our way into a table to get seated. And the guys who were next to us, like scooted over for us, they were nice, whatever. They were having their own conversation. We were having some like extremely weird I don't even want to use your imagination, whatever you think that three dudes sitting you know drinking beer talking about (laughs) on a Saturday afternoon um and at first I thought that they were like annoyed by us and getting up but then it became apparent that they were just leaving so maybe they were annoyed by us they were annoyed by us and so uh, they wanted to dip but it was so funny because they were not done with their beers they had just just they just had uh pints of whatever they got I don't know and, but we watched them both stand up with their glasses, like, half full. I, my voice just cracked. Jeez Louise. Maybe I shouldn't be recording this right now. No, I got to. Consistency here. Um, yeah, so they just stood up and walked away with their pints of beer. Like, half drank. And we turned to the people next to us, and we were like, um, did they just leave? And they were like, yeah, it looks like it. And they just straight up stole, I mean, the glasses is what it is, I suppose. But I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, they're being, that's a dick thing to do. Like I've stolen glasses before, but I think the worst things I've stolen are just, you know, uh, an actual just glass for a cocktail or something, but not like a fancy cocktail glass. It's just, I don't know, cup. What's a glass? You know what I'm saying? It Not a pint glass, but just a you would know what if I see it, or if you saw what I'm talking about, you would know. But they, I mean, what they took were like nice beer garden pint, like branded things, which I guess good for them, whatever. But I thought it was kind of scummy, and so yeah, we kind of laughed about that. Um, but it was good. It was good. I don't really have it. I mean, nothing really notable happened because it was just some me and my friends uh, catching up. I'm um, talking about life. Like I said, I hadn't seen my one friend since probably last May. So the last thing that we all did together before we left, after graduation, we all went to my one other friend's, uh, his family's like lake house. And there was a big, <laughs> you know, the end of senior year can kind of be messy. So there there was some fireworks to, to spare the the details and this and that but so the last time I'd seen my friend it was it was like a tense moment and I never really got to hear his side of the story on everything that happened so it was you know good catching up finally about that um hearing about how med school is going and yeah what one tip from him actually I'll, I'll kind of a shout out from him I guess is I got humbled and roasted thoroughly this weekend because of my parking ability so something notable i guess that we've talked about on this show is my incidents with driving car accidents whatever so i i think i i've said before i i've never claimed to be a good driver 
but I don't think I'm bad. I've never gotten an accident. I've been pulled over twice, okay, for stupid things. But, you know, never any bad problems. But one thing I will I will say and will fully admit is I'm terrible at parking. And when I was parking in his apartment's parking garage in like the guest spot, I just um I didn't hit anything. It it wasn't it was just funny how terrible i was pulling into this spot and had to fix my car like three times you know my other friend in boston too can attest how ass i am because he this is a completely different friend i was visiting him to go to a bruins game actually bruin the bruins playing the wild it was dope um see now i now (laughs) i keep spiraling into a different part of every story but that's just me welcome to jock talks anyways um I'm like, I don't know. I'm not blanking. I'm just blanking. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So no. Yeah. So he saved a spot for me, but it's parallel parking. And I had to repark like five times. I was like pulling in and out and oh my, I made a, f- anyway, so I've embarrassed myself in front of him. Now I bear- embarrassed myself this weekend in DC. And so my friend told me I should rename the show Jacques Parks. And it should just be a compilation of me trying and absolutely failing parking my car. I mean, I just can't do it. I mean, I don't know. That's so embarrassing. I mean, it's not embarrassing, but how, how can I drive and I can't park? I just, and I feel I feel bad. Admit, like, saying you can't park is one of those things that's so stupid because it's, I'm not trying to be corny like, hee hee, OMG, I can't park. Like, I should be able to fix my parking abilities. I just... I don't know what someone like has to show me. I need to, I need to be clear. I mean, that's clearly what has to be. Someone's got to show me how to freaking do it because I, I'm just not doing it right. And I'm too afraid. The thing is, I'm too afraid to try to like learn and like. I guess I can't afford to make mistakes because a mistakes equal crashing my car. So it, I don't know. Maybe I gotta bust out some cones. And uh, I don't know. I failed parking in my driver's test, and they still passed me. I hit the cone on both my 90-degree backing and the parallel park. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be an instant fail, but it was not an it was not an instant fail for me. But anyway, so I will be rebranding the show to Jacques Parks starting next week. So be on the lookout where we do. Ha- no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, don't. I'm just saying right now, don't expect a good park job from me. Where was I? Where was I at in the day now? Oh, uh, yeah. So it was getting kind of late. We are hungry. And so we go to McDonald's because obviously you just want something quick. You know, you know who doesn't like a little bit of a, you know, drunk McDonald's? We weren't, you know, dr- so drunk walking to McDonald's, whatever. But, you know, get a couple drinks in you and McDonald's just tastes. McDonald's is elite. I just ha- I will die on that hill. I love McDonald's. And, um. I kind of wish I didn't. Maybe I'd weigh a little less. But anyways, I digress. Went to McDonald's. All their seating is closed. No outdoor seating. So we're like, what are we going to do? Because none of us wanted to eat McDonald's just standing outside in like 35 degree weather. You know, that's stupid. So we got a McDonald's and we just (laughs) hid around the corner in the McDonald's and ate our food. Oh, and it was so good. So we ate our McDonald's. That was, that hit. That was some of the hottest fries I've ever eaten. They were they were fresh fries and that you if you know me, you know how much I love my McDonald's fries. I will 
I wouldn't go so far to say I'd kill for them. Because there's some stuff I would, you know, metaphorically say I would kill for. But McDonald's fries... I don't... who Whoever invented them... What's that dude's name? The They made, like, a movie about him. Did he invent those fries? I didn't watch the movie, so I don't freaking know, but... I mean, really, it's... it's I think the salt is really the big thing. Because it's just, you know, potatoes at the end of the day. But that salt on those fries is crack. It is so good. Anyways, this is not the Jacques Talks About McDonald's French Fries show. It's... Uh, let's get back to the story here. So, at this point, it was... 6.15, 6.30 maybe. And if you recall, shenanigans, they open at 8. Or 8 was when, you know, the open bar starts. So we went to this other bar. Actually, we went into shenanigans first just to kind of see what was up. Because we were bored. We were, like, in the area already for that bar. And so we went in there just to see what was up. It was happy hour. So we rolled in. We got a drink. And my friend, my one friend, the one who came with me, he was tired. We, we all were at this point. I mean, we'd been day drinking since one. It's like six now, so it's been like five hours. And so he he kind of starts to take a nap. And we were at some, uh, like a high table, just on bar stools. And yeah, he saw my friend just passed out on the table. So he comes over, he smacks him on the back and says, wake up. And I was, like, kind of afraid he was going to, I don't know, kick us out. I don't know that he was going to do that. But it was kind of spooky because we were just sitting there drinking beer. And me and my other friend, we weren't, you know, head down, passed out. But we were kind of being really chill, too. And the guy just, wake up. It was so funny. But we were, like, I, I, I get why he woke him up. But at the same time, I mean, my friend wasn't causing any scenes. You know, he was very peacefully bought a beer. And was, you know, taking a nap. So, I think he should have let him be. But, what can you do? Anyways, so, we leave. We go to a different bar. Because we still have to wait till 8. Because, you know, we're trying to get the open bar shenanigans once again. So, we go to another bar. And this bar is a little bigger. So, we can kind of disguise kind of low-key napping. <laughs> Just like head in, head in, uh, head in hand. And, uh, you know take a chill so i think we got a drink there we were just chilling kind of warming ourselves up like getting us prepared like let's go have a good time because this this shenanigans was was not our final destination so this is we had been you know out drinking you know walking around dc for like six hours at this point but the, really it was we need to get ready because this is supposed to be the start of the night and we're you know i think all of us would have done with a nap really well but you know we were able to do what we could so it finally gets around to be that time it's about eight o'clock so we cross back over to shenanigans we get in we pay our cover you know and it's kind of it's not dead but you know right at eight you, you know the start of any event thing like that at a bar you know you can't show up early you got it fashionably late is the way to go but you know we were on time got to get in there maximize the open bar time right you know so we were i think mostly what i got was rum and cokes this time around so that's a good go-to like because you know you can when, when they say open bar it's not like i'll get um a glass of hennessy like <laughs> you can't get whatever you want it's it's just 
bottom shelf and you know rails and uh like soda you know so like i like rum and coke for just a cheaper option you know cheap rum and coke i think that's a good thing i like that better than vodka sodas or vodka cranberries i always just eh, the, the taste of vodka itself just i'm not a a big fan of but anyway so yeah that's what we were drinking and pretty soon they opened the upstairs so we go to the upstairs and i like have forgotten what it's like to be in a, cr- a crowded place just kind of a vibe and to be honest was it the most covid friendly like event <laughs> definitely not but you know did our best in these times and i don't know it, it the bars in that i've been going to the the clubs and stuff in boston haven't been super packed but this place was pretty small so it was it was pretty kind of body to body um it was just a great time though great you know dancing and drinking and have a good time so this is kind of where the st- the actual story begins for me and my friends and so another forewarning for this story <laughs> this does make my f- my friend look like a piece of shit <laughs> he was kind of a piece of shit but just want to preface this and I'll, I'll remind you later i still love my friend and uh people make mistakes but anyways i think i spoiled the story but let's get let's continue so you know we're having a good time hey guys uh so super not cash money of me i accidentally name dropped one of my friends when i was telling this part of the story and i didn't realize it while i was recording so i didn't stop myself but um yeah so i just went ahead and cut this part out uh i am going to let myself continue talking here and yeah take it away Jacques. go out from the bathroom whatever we're vibing it was a good time you know meeting girls dancing you know use your imagination what i'm up to in a bar you know and at some point, me and it's probably like 10:30 at this point. I don't know. Maybe yeah, like 10:30, 11. You know, we've been there for a while. It was a it was a great time. And so the original plan was we were going to leave Shenanigans. I keep saying Shenanigans because I just love this the name of this bar. And I, I, I feel like I've lived in the D.C. area. There's no way you name your place Shenanigans and not or you can't go to a place called Shenanigans and not expect some. To, I mean, you're getting in shenanigans is exactly what is going to happen. You can't name it that and have it be just a normal night, right? That's how I feel. And it wasn't a normal night. Let me continue. I keep, I do this all the time. I pause myself because of... Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Jacques Talks. I talk, you listen. Or are you? Are you listening? I don't know. I had a lot of people listen to my podcast after I... I um, posted about it on Instagram. And so if you're listening and you're listening because you saw it on Instagram, thank you for listening again. I really appreciate it. And I'm still sitting regretting mentioning the, what, uh, let me, let me continue. So me and all my friends had kind of essentially split up, you know, doing our own things. You know, we, you meet people in the bar. We actually ran into someone we knew from Notre Dame at the, at the bar, someone from college. So that was kind of, it's like funny, you know, I feel like I'm always bumping into people, whatever, you know? So at some point I, you know, went to go to the bathroom or something like that. Or my, my, my one friend went to the bathroom, came back. I saw him coming back. He turns to me, he goes, hey, where'd our other friend go? 
And I go, oh, I don't know. Maybe he's just, he went to the bathroom or something. And so we checked, couldn't find him, you know, did a, did a, did a lap. And we tried calling him, tried texting him, no answer. So this friend is the one who we're staying with. He just dipped. He, he straight up abandoned us at this bar. And do I maybe, do I blame him? Yes. He shouldn't have done that to us. However, <laughs> he was drunk and I don't know. I don't, I don't think he was having as good of a time in that bar as me and my other friend were. We like to, you know, we like to have a good night. So I was having fun. It was just all good time. And, um, yeah, so our friend, <laughs> no warning, no message, no nothing leaves. I think I mentioned this. He lives kind of a hot minute away. It's not just a, we, we can't walk back to his place. And even if we could, my car was in the parking garage underneath this building that you need a key and whatever to get into. So it's not it's not like my car is just somewhere we can go sleep in my car. So cuz normally something like that would be a worst case scenario, right? Just go see like take the L sleep in my car for the night. Couldn't do that. My car's locked away. Cuz I say that cuz we're not going to drive somewhere. I can't drive, you know. I've had a couple too many drinks to be driving. We can't get into his apartment because not only is he in a nice complex, you know, you can't just walk up to the door. There's a, you know, you have to, um, one of those like key, what, like a fob. You have to like buzz yourself in, you know, we don't have that. We can't get in and we have no proof, you know, even if there was someone in the lobby, what do we, hey, our friend lives on the 12th floor. We don't remember the room number, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, no, they're not going to let us. So we were like, what do we do? We're we're in shenanigans, me and my one friend. <laughs> and we're like, what do we do right now? <laughs> it's at that point, it was like 10, 30, 11. So the bar was still going to be open for another hour or two. And we just go, we just got to find someone to stay with tonight because clearly our other friend is not like we're screwed. And so at this moment, we just realized we we're we were homeless in dc for the night we had we had nothing and so we got to work just <laughs> essentially trying to work our way in to like a friend group or like whatever and just try try to get a place to stay because i mean at the end of the day if we hadn't found anything we would have had to just get a hotel or something somewhere um there was a hilton or some something like that like pretty close to where my, my one friend's apartment is. So worst case scenario, that's probably what would have happened. We were talking like we were going to go try to break in to the garage to get in my car. But because I had my keys, I had brought my car keys with me. So it's not like we would have had to break into my car either. But I don't know. My friend is kind of, I don't want to say notorious, but him, I mean, I feel like this isn't unique to one person, but he this is would not be the first time he's kind of made a brash decision while intoxicated and then just kind of screwed us um so we knew like that being said we knew we weren't just going to be able to keep calling him till he picked up he was definitely passed out in his bed if he was home and if he wasn't god knows so we're not going to get a hold of him we know this so yeah we just tried meeting people trying to get you know 
you know, a place to stay, essentially. And one by one, everyone, everyone we started, you know, dancing with, having a good time with, vibing, they would just leave. Well, like one by one over the course of the next hour or so, everyone was just leaving, you know, going back to their place for the end of the night. And me and my one friend are just kind of SOL right now. Not, you know, nothing is clicking. Nothing's working. Obviously, you know, 90, uh, who, who, have you ever brought a stranger you just met back home because he says he doesn't have a place to sleep? No, it doesn't happen. And so we're just like shitting bricks. Like, what are we going to do? And so we go out. The bar finally closes. It's like one or something. I don't remember the time. But we leave. And we're out in the street. and Or not in the street, you know, but outside the bar. And me and my friend are just, what do we do? Like, we're kind of talking out loud, like, what are we going to do now? Like, should we do this? Should we do this? And this girl, bless her heart, her name was Sarah. Sarah, if you somehow find this podcast, I don't know how. I think I did mention it, like, randomly that I had had one, but I didn't. I didn't give her the Spotify link. <laughs> so, but if she, if you're out, if you're listening right now, you, you literally saved me and my friend because she heard us and she was like, what's going on? And so we explained it to her. She's, she's like, oh, you guys can come stay at me and my roommate's place or like my place, whatever, you know? And we were like, are you sure? And we were like, but we were trying to definitely, when she opened the possibility, we were like, you can trust us please like you can take a picture of our ids to make sure like nothing's gonna happen and like we were like you can trust us yada 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 and uh she was like okay fine so we ubered back to where she lives and she blew up an air mattress for us and we slept in her living room it was the wildest shit ever because i mean we weren't so like I'm obviously sparing some of the gory details here. We weren't, it wasn't so bad. You know, we could have made it work. We weren't so intoxicated that, you know, it was a bad night or anything, but geez Louise, my, yeah, my friend just dipped and <laughs> we just got lucky. This random girl was like, oh, you guys can stay with me. She's so, she was so nice. Like saint among sinners, I think is what I said multiple times that night. Cause believe me, shenanigans was full, full of sinners. <laughs> so it was good though so we did we both woke up just look me and my friend and we're like yeah we need to get back to our other friend's apartment because he had like woken up freaked out that we weren't <laughs> with him because you know he ultimately clearly had one too many <laughs> um so yeah we we in the morning uber back to his place got breakfast um I guess all there is to say is <laughs> I know he's listening to this too, but you, uh, he's lucky that we love him. Cause if he was like a mid tier friend, just some like casual acquaintance of mine, I mean, I would have been livid. I mean, he, he left us in, <laughs> we were visiting him, but, um, me and my one friend, the one friend who I went with, we always make the most out of any situation, no matter what. So I still had a great night. I This is a weird, whole weird story. And I don't want to say I regret telling it, but 
once again, <laughs> I'm 22. I'm allowed to <laughs> get drunk at a bar, but <laughs> I just feel awkward telling telling the story like like it's so taboo to be drunk. But I mean, it's not. It's it's what I was up to on Saturday night, Saturday day. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. And then so. Yeah, today we woke up, got breakfast from Dunkin' Donuts, um, you know, showered, whatever, got ready, and then dr- got back in the car and drove, and I drove back. And it's a lot harder, when you two, when you do two car rides like that, really close to each other, it's hard because I can't play the same music, because I just listened to all of that on the car ride up. And a lot of times what I do when I'm on long car rides is I'll put entire albums on, which is... I don't know, maybe that's something people do, but for me, I, I never really just listen to albums anymore. Because, you know, I use streaming services, so I'll put on, like, my Spotify playlist and stuff like that. But when I'm in driving, I will put on albums that I just know top to bottom. So, I don't know if this is embarrassing, but, I, like, Logic is an artist that I know a couple of his albums, like, top to bottom, because I was a big fan of his in high school. I'm still a fan of his too, but his newer music is, we don't got to talk about it. I don't really listen to his newer music. Like his original couple albums and mixtapes, I I know like all of them. So when I'm on these long car rides, I'll just put the whole thing on because I can sit and, you know, jam and sing along to like the whole thing. It's not, I don't have to sit and skip, find songs, you know, like at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do, my aim when I put something on on a long car ride is to just get me through the ride and not have to like sit and like skip through songs you know sit on like look at my phone all that crap so that's what i'd be throwing on um what else did we listen to but yeah so it's like i listened to a couple of his albums i listened to like a chance the rapper album fan of his as well um what else did we listen to i was listen- i listened to baby keem's album um some kanye stuff just like artists that i i know a lot of i guess and then you know because when I put on a playlist, I, I'm so picky because I'm trying to play stuff that'll keep me, not awake, but keep me going. So I want stuff I know like the whole, all the words to. And so I just sit and picky. And so when I put on playlists, it's harder. So I, I like to throw on, you know, like full albums. Well, anyways, why, where is it even going with this? Oh, yeah. So on the way back, it, it's so much harder to like find music because I, I get even more picky because it's, yeah, I know all the words to that, but. I already sang it twice, like, on this trip, so I don't want to sing it again. But, yeah, I made it back. We stopped once for for food and gas, and that was it. It was good. Good good long car ride and c'est la vie. It was good. I was kind of conquering fears because the last time I made that drive, well, the last time I drove to and from New York was that night I... If you're a, a avid listener, listener of the podcast, you'll recall the story of when I, my left to review, rear view, I can't speak. When my left mirror broke, <laughs> driving on like a I-95 or whatever the hell. Um, but I faced my fears and I drove back and I did not break anything this time. So yeah, it was a good trip. That that That's it. That's the big old... Uh, <laughs> That was my time at. I I mean I'm not gonna forget sh- shenanigans is sh- I I I mean I want I'm trying to hit shenanigans up again next weekend. 
high key, but unfortunately I'm not going to be able to do that. I'll have to settle for the Boston nightlife. But let me conclude with, once again, to my friend who's listening, because he, he listens to the show, bless his heart. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, all my listeners. I'm not mad at you for ditching us. It is what it is. We all make mistakes. And it. I think it'd be different if I had a shitty night. I still had a great night, even though we had our whole debacle of trying to figure out we were going to stay for free. Obviously not money to pay for a hotel. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. And wow, that kind of took a long time to tell the whole story. We're like 45 minutes deep in this episode already. But so the point of me saying that is I don't know if I'm going to have time for all the rest of the stuff I wanted to talk about today. But that's okay. We'll get we'll get through as much of it as, as I can. So I suppose a good shift for here is I've only ever done um, one other kind of similar type road trip weekend uh trip type thing and that was when i drove back to college um after covid was a thing to get my stuff because they made us wait forever because they sent us home during spring break when covid broke out march of 2020 and then they didn't let us come back and get our stuff until may and so on a thursday i drove out and the, the plan was to drive out on thursday and drive back I think it was, yeah, it was like drive out Thursday, stay overnight, um, load up on Friday, and then drive back Friday. So it was even worse than this because I didn't have a day to just, like there was no day of having a, you know, going out with friends or something. It was just there and back because that's an eight hour, that was an eight hour drive for me. It's from home in Minnesota to school in Indiana. So the problem with that one though was, I don't, I don't know if I talked about the times I popped my tire in my uh, episode about um, like that I talked about all the car stuff I've been through. I don't remember if I talked about the times I, I popped my tires. I think I did, though. But that was one of them. I, I was just driving through Wisconsin, and I ran over some hunk of metal in the road, and it shredded my front right tire. And that was the first time like anything like that had ever happened to me. And luckily I was, my girlfriend at the time was with me. She was doing the trip with me. And even luckier was my dad was also driving with us. He had, we, we, I knew that my, I didn't, or I had too much stuff to fit in just my car. So my dad was driving our, our like minivan out with me, but he had left a couple of hours earlier than I had because he was going to stay in a hotel and I was staying with my girlfriend at the times, um, dad who lived in the Chicago area and so my dad left a little earlier than us um yeah that's what the logistics were I don't need to delve too much stop thinking about Jack anyways I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be accurate here sorry um and yeah so I, I popped my tire and of course it was like Memorial Day weekend or whatever holidays in May I think it's Memorial Day though so nothing was open no like tire stores, no nothing. So I was just, I mean, I was screwed because I need, that was the only, like that was the weekend I was approved to come and get my stuff. This is back when COVID was COVID, like crazy COVID. Like people took it seriously. It was like a big deal, all that stuff, you know? And so I, I mean, I, 
I say luckily my my girlfriend at the time was with me because I don't I mean I would have just been going crazy sitting there by myself with a pop tire. I mean I still was freaking out because I ne- I I'd never changed a tire before. I didn't really know what to do because I had a spare. But I I mean even with the even with the spare, I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish the drive and then drive back with all my stuff, you know. And but there was no tire places open. It was just a terrible circumstance. And so I also said, luckily my dad was with, what ended up happening is my dad turned around because he was like two hours ahead of us, two, three hours. He turned around, drove the minivan back, traded cars with me, and he drove my car back home with the temp tire on it. Um, And yeah, so I had to end up moving all my stuff out of my dorm room alone with no help because my dad was supposed to help me and also with one less car's worth of space. So it was just the worst six hours of my life moving out um, at that point. And um, yeah, I'm glad I'll never have to do something like that again where I, because the, the problem with it was I got, they give you a four hour time or they gave us a four hour time block to move out. And that's why it was, for me, it was like drive down, get my stuff, drive back up, you know. So in four hours, I had to pack a bunch of stuff up, put it in the car, like my futon. There's something else too. Bigger things, I had to bring those to a storage unit because originally I was going to bring all the stuff home. But then because I don't, I only have one car instead of two, I had to put some of it in a storage unit. So I put, I loaded it up, put the stuff in the storage unit, drove back, lo- packed all my stuff. Cause at this point, none of my stuff was packed. It was just in my room. Cause we left cause of COVID. We just left. Thought we were coming back in two weeks, you know? And, um, anyways, that was hell. So the last time I did like a weekend trip like this, I had a flat tire. It was stressful. It's not a good time. Um, so I wasn't scared that that was going to happen this weekend, but my track record not great, but it ended up being great this time. I don't know that I would do it again soon. It's a lot of driving, and I did, you know, discuss earlier how driving doesn't bother me. You know, I'm like I can sit and drive for 16 hours between two days, like no problem. But does that mean I like doing that? No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I wanted to visit my friend, plain and simple. And in the case of the other time I did that, I wanted my stuff. So it's it's worth it, you know, and I'll do it. I've been on longer drives. The longest drive I ever have been on was when I drove out here to Boston from Minnesota. It was 24 hours of driving, and I did it between two days. And my sister drove with me just so I had some company. But I think I drove probably 20 of the 24 hours. She did some of the driving at the start of the second day so I could sleep a little longer because we stayed overnight in a hotel in the Cleveland area. Because obviously I'm not going to drive 24 hours straight. I'm not a madman. I can do eight, I can do eight hours at a time, eight hours at a time. Well, I did two sessions at 12, but you know. But cool. So yeah, that was. Um, I think I'd mentioned the flat tire thing, but I was running out of time in that other episode, so I didn't get the chance to actually talk about getting that flat tire. But it was hell. It was terrible, especially because in the minivan my dad gave me no aux cord, no Bluetooth. So I lit. I got to do this eight-hour car with, I'm pretty sure what I did was just played music and podcasts out of my phone because I had no other option. Um, I mean, I just need that, especially because that was me driving alone too. Like I drove down there with 
my girlfriend at the time, but the way back she had went home, because what had happened, this is the stuff that I didn't need to get into, but now it's relevant. So she had come up to stay with me for a week uh, in the summer, because this was after school had ended, I think, or something like that. And so how we were getting her back home was she was going to go with me to back to college both of us were going to load up our stuff and then she was going to go back to her home with her stuff and I was going to go back to my home. So I drove back in that minivan with with no augs, no no bluetooth connectivity so I couldn't actually play music in the car. I mean, yeah, it was just terrible and I, yeah, and I did the I did the drive alone. I I did that drive alone multiple times actually throughout all of college. So not only can I drive by myself, but I'm totally capable of doing it. Um, or driving long distances, I can also do it just by myself. Um, I guess it's like I—I I think I said I'm not trying to brag. I mean, I, there's nothing even—you know—there's a lot of people who dr- drive trucks every day. One of my closest friends uh, is a driver and drives all day, so it's normal and is a thing. But I just find it strange that I—it doesn't bother me because I know. Anyways, I've said this like six times already. I gotta shut up. But yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> sorry that, that that pause was completely unnecessary. But okay, I got two uh, two more stories. I'll try to I'll try to wrap up with today. Um, so both of these were also coming from that uh, the uh, accidents episode. Was another one my friend reminded me of was the time I got hit in the head with a baseball bat by my my friend from back home. So it's my friend. Uh, I can, I can say his name because it's it's chill and it's easier for me to tell this story with saying his name. So his name was Joey. So we were hanging out in, in my other friend's backyard and they have a bigger yard, a lot of space to do stuff. So we're always out there playing sports, baseball, f- football. This was, this was senior year high school. And, you know, we're out there just fooling around, you know, sometimes airsoft guns, um, what else did we were always up to something they've got like four wheelers uh go-karts uh snow snowmobiles you know everything they got a bigger yard like i said you know we were just always out there up to something and this day we were just practicing hitting i'm pretty sure when i say playing baseball most of the time what we did was just hit tennis balls really far because you know obviously makes you feel better (laughs) also less risk of hitting something with a baseball and breaking a windshield or something but my friend was just taking practice swings with the freaking baseball bat, like full force swings. And my, uh, it was me or another, one of my other friends who was with, there's like four of us just hanging out outside. And no, I think it was Joey himself. He goes, you know, it would be a shame if I hit you with this bat, like, like swinging at me. And it was obviously a joke, whatever. And I was like, ha ha ha. I turn around and walk. Cause he did that like in front of me, like, practice you know pretending to just wind up and crank my head you know with a baseball bat and it was like haha like don't do that joey and so i i walk away and i go and walk around him and he doesn't realize that i was walking right behind him he thought i i was like walking straight to the side and i didn't wrap around because i wasn't like trying to sneak up on him anything like that but i i just i was going back for something in their garage or something like that and so he he pulled back the bat behind his head, you know, wound up in in a batter stance. And as he did that, I was right behind him. So he clocked me right 
right in my head with a baseball bat. So luckily I wasn't a, a swing because obviously that <laughs> had a brain damage. But I mean, he whipped the back bat and it hit me in the head and it cut. Um, it's like hard to describe without over-exaggerating because I didn't, you know, you can't tell anywhere. There's obviously no scar there. There is a little mark if you look really close still from it. But it was, what, five years ago now it happened. So it's, you know, the skin, our bodies are magical, you know. And, yeah, so he, I it was like gushing blood. Or it wasn't gushing. Gushing is such a, <laughs> I got to use that word carefully because it, this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to not over-exaggerate it, but it, it wasn't like a little scrape. It was, if if you haven't seen a picture of it and you want to, just ask me. I have a picture of the nice cut I had in my head. And this was this was a week and a half or two weeks before my grad party, my senior graduation party. So my mom found out and <laughs> she was like, what the hell, Joey? <laughs> she was mad. He thought that she, she was mad at him for a long time. I think she was just mad at me for being an idiot and putting myself in a position to get hit by a baseball bat more than anything. So my mom doesn't hate you, Joey. If you, I think we've already cleared that up. But, uh, yeah, he he just clocked me with a baseball bat, and um, it hurt. It hurt so bad. I had the worst headache for like a whole day. Oh my gosh, that's like the hardest I've ever been hit by like a blunt object. But yeah, so was that near death? No, definitely not. That's why I didn't even think about it. But my friend reminded me of that. Um, after listening to my episode and thought it was worthy of mentioning. So yeah, I did want to, I did want to talk about that story. So I, I think that that's, that's all the real details of that, but it was pretty bloody and it was a, it was swolled up so bad. It, it looked pretty gross. Again, if, if you haven't seen a picture and you want to just ask me, I'll show you. It's kind of funny, funny, like selfie I took with, uh, with the nice, like gash in my forehead. But anyways, that's that story, and we're approaching an hour now. I don't wanna, I don't wanna start this other one because I could probably, uh, I'm, I'll do it. Let's send this one more story. So I mentioned this one during that episode, and I was gonna talk about it, and I said I would wait to do it in an episode about like Massachusetts stuff, but I don't know if slash when I'll ever get to doing an episode about like Massachusetts stuff because there's so many other important type. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like episode topics that I want to get to before I would get to Massachusetts events. Cause let's face it, we'll do episodes like this going forward. You know, if I have a weekend and I was up to a lot and feel like talking about it. And so it'll be more likely that kind of stuff will encompass Massachusetts happenings rather than have an episode talking about, you know, Massachusetts, the things that have, you know, I've done in the last six months. So I wanted to just kind of put this event in here too because this is a really, really good story. A very low point in my life, to be frank. Um, but it's fu- it's funny what happened. So this one, I did feel near death. I thought I was going to die. Not really, but really. So it was it was a literally a Wednesday night and it was right around midnight, 12, 10, midnight. I don't know the exact number, you know. I got to stop seeing you know, you know. I've noticed I've done that a couple times and didn't want to say anything. I just cringed the second I said it. 
but it's past the hour mark, so I get to be weird like this, you know. This is this is how Jacques, Talk, Jacques Talks works, is after the hour mark, it's just shenanigans are on, all shenanigans are on the table. I, I'm gonna, shenanigans is, I like that word. And like, it makes me smile, you know, just saying shenanigans. The more I think about it, the more I say it, the less it sounds like words. So I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna burn out that word. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, it's a Wednesday night, and I was just washing my face, whatever, getting ready for bed. I go to bed around midnight to one, depending, given you know any given night. And I just heard kind of a rustling at my door, and here can I? I can do like ASMR. I've got this mic. Can you hear that? That was the rustling at my door. Sorry, that was probably really loud. I just got really close to the mic. <laughs> what am I doing? We're past the hour mark. It's like I said. Once everything is on the table after the hour mark. I'm it's official as of this episode. If you're listening past an hour, you were supposed to leave already. But don't leave. Please listen to the whole episode. I have AdSense on. Every second you listen is a dollar in my pocket. Not actually. Not actually. Anyways. See now I'm now I'm just going crazy because we're we're an hour and almost two minutes here, and okay, hold it in, hold it in. We're telling the story. So I hear like a rustling on my door. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I got okay, okay. Reel it in, reel it in. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm having too much fun just <laughs> just doing this. Well, anyways, so and then I like start to hear a jiggle at the door, the doorknob too. And I'm like, okay, that's that's not just like someone in the hallway. That's someone at my door. So I leave my bathroom. I go over to the, the door of my apartment. And I look through the little people. And there's just some dude out there. Like, hey, like trying to open my door. And luckily I had locked it. Because I've noticed sometimes I'll, I've like forgotten to lock it. when I, I always check it before I go to bed. But sometimes like... I like I'm going to bed and <laughs> I like didn't lock it when I come I get back from work because I like I don't know so luckily I locked it the night that's only happened a couple times so I'm not if if like my mom's listening don't worry mom I'm being safe no creepers are not going to enter my apartment I promise this dude did try to though and so of course what did I do what what let's think about this what what would you do in this situation would you a do nothing just let him try to, you know, just pretend like you're not home, would you be, say, hey, like, just, hey, what do you want, you know, speak through the door, would you see, call the police, yeah, it's a possible option, maybe, if you felt scared, or would you, D, open the door, now, I'll give you two seconds, ten seconds to think about it, okay, what, what would you do in this situation, Probably B, right? P is probably the best option here. I would agree. Do you know what I decided to do <laughs> on this fateful Wednesday afternoon? Open the door. I don't know. I think I think just moving out here, I just turned into a different creature, bro. I'm not scared of a damn thing. <laughs> I said, let's find out what this guy wants. And I just opened the door. I didn't like swing it open. I'm not crazy. But I open the door, just a little crack, and I go, hello? <laughs> and the guy, he, he like looks confused, right? 
which is kind of a shock to me. I expected it. I don't know what I expected. I this is a, this is what I was saying. It's a moment of weakness. It's embarrassing. I don't know why I opened the door, but I did. Lesson learned. See, the, the, we're, I, I'm out here learning, getting better as a person. You know, going forward, I will not be opening my door to strangers. Anyways, I did. So let's just enjoy this story. Okay. So I said hello. He just kind of gives me a weird look and says, "Huh?" And so I didn't know how to respond to that, and I go, "Hello," or you know, I asked again, and he just gives me a, another weird look and says, "So can I come in?" <laughs> and at that point, I I lost it. I was like, "What are you? To, what? Excuse me? Can I come in?" So he not only he says, "So can I come in?" Like he had been asking me already. And I just go, no. And he he gives me like a confused like, really? And I go, no. And I immediately shut the door and lock it. And I was like, what the hell just happened? What am I doing? What is this? And I look back out the people. At this, because at this point I'm scared. Because, okay, actually, okay, I wasn't scared. As I just said, Nothing scares me out here, bro. I'm a, I'm a tank. But in actual fact, I was like, that was the moment where I was like, why did I just open that door? Because that dude probably, I mean, I'm strong, you know, I'm tough, you know. I can hold it down. I can handle, I can handle it, an op, you know. Um, but he, he easily could have just like forced the door open on me. Like, we could have had an altercation, for sure. But no. Um, so I looked back at the people. And he was just staring out there, like, kind of confused. Kind of, like, played with the handle a little bit again. He was there for another 20 seconds or so. I just sat and watched him. Maybe it, it, it probably wasn't 20 seconds. It probably just felt like 20 seconds. Probably, like, 5 seconds, whatever. And he just kind of, like, looked defeated. And just walked away. Now, I... I guess part of the reason why I opened the door is he didn't really look scary. He had like a black sweatshirt on or something, but he looked about my age, um, like dark hair, about my height, um, a lot more scrawny than me. Um, I think he had some tattoos, but I mean, he was just like a dude, you know, he didn't seem, it didn't seem like he was trying to break in, you know, it, but I didn't know what it was for a fact, you know. Anyways, so the next day I go to the leasing office and I go, hey, um, I told them what happened and they go, well, first you shouldn't open the door. I was like, thanks. I've, I've already, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on the same page and they go, okay, well, just so you know, like you can call the cops if you ever feel unsafe in your apartment and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, like get to the point. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell this dude was doing. Uh, no, I wasn't an ass like that, but so I was like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, okay, we'll look at the tapes and like let you know if it was, if it was another resident or if it was someone from outside the community. Like, we want to like make sure that you know we do the right thing here. I go sweet. So I get a call later that day, and the worker from the leasing office goes, "Hey, Jacques, um, just want to let you know that yeah, the person who was trying to get in your apartment last night, um, they are uh, a resident." of where you live or like the building and they uh were intoxicated and got off on the wrong apartment floor and thought that your room was their room so obviously that kind of checks out and if if you're playing along at home that's probably what you guessed 
is what I mean. That's kind of what I was thinking was going on. But another factor in this is literally less than a week prior to this incident, there was some hooligan in my apartment building pulling the fire alarms at really weird times, like three in the morning, um, one in the afternoon, stuff like that. And so my crazy, like, connect the wire conspiracy brain was like, what if this dude is the dude pulling the fire alarms and why he's pulling the fire alarms is to get people to leave their apartments and forget to lock the door behind them. And so maybe he was like trying to see if I'm stupid, you know? And so I was like, bro, what if this dude come, you know, sets the fire alarm off and like comes back to my apartment now that he knows like, I'm just going to open my door. I don't know. So I was like, like, who is it? Like, is it, am I going to get robbed? Essentially it was like, am I going to get robbed? I've never like worried about being robbed before, but yeah, the, the tapes concluded, uh, it was that that was the case and i've never seen that person again so for all i know they got kicked out i don't think they did but um yeah so i've not had any other incidents and uh yeah that i slept with a baseball bat that night though just in case because i didn't want to come back with his buddies you know they know i'm home you know the slippery bandits what are that what's a home alone is that what they were the wet bandits or something like that. I don't know. All right, that's that's the show. We're at 10 minutes over. I apologize, but I actually don't because it's my damn show. And Jacques will talk however long he pleases. And today he talked for over an hour. Maybe next time we'll talk for less than an hour. Definitely, probably not. Is that is that an acceptable phrase? Definitely, probably not. Hmm, because it's probably not, but it's definitely probably not. Because it's not probably, you can't say probably definitely not. Oh, yeah, you could. Like, definitely not, but probably definitely not. Are you are you following this? It's a, I write emails at work a lot, and I will write stuff out like that. Because do you, do you understand my thought process here? Because I don't want to say probably not. But it's not more than probably, or it, it is more than probably not. Or it, do you know what I'm saying? I, I got, uh, what am I doing? That's the show. Thank you for listening. I will definitely, probably, absolutely be back next week, next Monday. Um, we'll see what we talk about next time. I don't know. I won't have any exciting, uh, I'm not going on another trip for... A couple weeks here so i've got i'm going to arizona pretty soon for uh a trip gonna go visit my sister see some friends on spring break um that'll be a good time i got some other stuff i my birthday is in 14 13 days i think it is right because it's sunday and it's yeah my birthday's in 13 days so you know that also means that my birth month starts in like eight days seven Wait, what is it? 13, eight, eight days until my birth month. I personally, if you know me, if you know me personally very well, you'll know I celebrate birth month because I used to celebrate birthday, right? That normal, normal thing. And then I started celebrating birth week. Um, and then I kind of didn't want the week to end. So we just pushed it to month. So I do celebrate birth birth month. So 
I do expect a present every day of the month. And this is not a joke. So if you know me and you you don't have a gift for me when you see me on any given day in March, you can consider yourself not my friend anymore. And that is not a lie, by the way. So have your presents prepared. You could give me whatever you want, really. I mean, I'm, ve- I'm a very grateful person. So if you want to give me like, I don't know, I'll accept a, you know, a cool $200 like cash is fine you know i'm not picky or uh you know a new car i'm looking for a new car so if you know drop the keys or hmm you could give me like i mean you want to get us hey i'm i'm getting a lot of people asking okay (laughs) i said i was gonna end the show and this is we're past the hour mark come on anything goes anything goes so i've had quite a few people some, you know, jokingly, some people I feel like are curious, you know, wanted to hop on the show. But I think the biggest thing I would want to get over before having people on is getting a second microphone. Because I did buy I did buy this microphone, and it's a nice microphone, if you can't tell. If you couldn't tell by my ASMR earlier of uh, the rustling at my door. <laughs> um, I crack myself up. Well... Yeah, I, I want a second mic because we could do two people into the same mic, but I don't know. I, j- I just, I don't, I wouldn't want to do if it, if it's going to be bad quality. I care about the quality. I don't think I'm making movie Hollywood level quality right now, but I think I'm at least with what I have, you know, doing the best I can to make a good product. And if I had someone join me on the show for an episode, I would want them to have a microphone too. So I do need to get another mic that was real talk but if we want to talk real real talk i need it for my birthday so if you want to buy me a new mic you can go to my amazon wish list it is linked in the bio for today's episode and that's a joke i would never i would never make an amazon wish list screw jeff bezos i use um target uh, red favorites list. So, um, yeah, just ask me for that list and I can, I can send you my, my link. So, but cool. That's that. I had a, I had one more story I wanted to tell today, um, about some interesting, uh, events with, um, driving behind the wheel when I was learning how to learning how to drive. And I thought of that story I thought of it a while ago too, when I was thinking of all my accident type stuff, but I thought of it again because of my, my parking failures in DC. So we're going to end up saving that story for another time. And maybe next week, we'll see if I have more driving problems this week, I might have to, that seems to be a running theme here. I think like three out of the four episodes we've talked about (sighs) problems with driving my tires, parking accidents. Um, I don't know. I do not know, but that's that. Thank you for listening. Is this, I can't remember how long my last week's episode was. Is this shorter? We'll find out when I edit this. But anyways, that's all I got to say this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, My name is Jacques. That was me talking for an hour and 16 minutes. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thanks so much for listening. Peace out.